Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Diana Paquet. It's a Monday, and I'm going to be talking to you today about anxiety again. Um, I'm actually coming out of anxiety. Uh, it's been a very anxious week, uh, a full week of kind of battling my anxiety. Um, I would say that I probably go through this quarterly. Um, I termed this one humorously to my family, my fall freak out. <laughs> Um, it seems like I have like a seasonal freak out. Um, I am getting a lot better at <clears throat> managing it, managing myself, managing what comes out of my mouth, uh, managing my attitude about it and supporting myself through it so that I can get to the other side and um, learn my lessons and kind of move on and get on with life. So this fall freak out, um, a lot of it has to do with uh, life in general. Um, but I would just kind of like put a blanket of worry and anxiety and frustration over everything. The household, which has not been decluttered. The children, which in my mind don't seem like they're flourishing. Um, the, <laughs> which is kind of laughable now that I'm done with that, but that's what I was feeling last week. My job, which doesn't seem like it's, you know, growing or I'd have time for it, or maybe I made a mistake going back into the hair industry, etc. Well, now that I'm starting to come out of it, um, I figured I would re record and um, kind of give you an idea of what I'm looking back on and what I'm realizing about these periods that I go through. So now that I'm sort of you know, if I'm if I'm a car who is stuck in a foggy valley, I'm pulling up into a mountain and it's like sunnier and cooler and um, nicer and the views are better and my mindset is better and all that kind of stuff. And I think the reasons that I was able to pull out of it and not turn it into a, you know, a fall freak out that lasts all fall is because I did the things I did you know, reached out to friends. I, you know, went for walks. I kept going to the gym. I've been supporting my body with, um, supportive foods. I've been staying away from sugar, which is a really big deal for me. Um, I've been giving myself time and I've been doing those things that for me, and this is very personal. So whatever it is for you, some people are like yogis or, you know, they like to go out and go for a run. For me personally, I love to paint um, I don't love to work out, but I really love the results of working out. My body looks better and I feel better. Um, stretching every day is a huge one for me lately. I just love, love, love stretching. It seems to release something um, in me physically and mentally for whatever reason. I said painting. And then the other one is podcasting. I love if I'm sitting in my room in front of this microphone, that means I have like an hour to myself. And so it's twofold. I'm making something generally that I'm proud of that helps people. I put it out into the world and it comes back to me with comments or, Hey, I really needed that positive message or whatever. So I really, it's become like kind of a hobby that is a very supportive hobby for me. Um, I do kind of keep it under wraps though. So like we had a busy end of the summer and I didn't have time to get all my episodes done and edited and all that. So I don't put a lot of pressure on myself about it. I try and get two out a week and I've been pretty consistent with that. But if I miss a couple here and there, it is what it is, right? So I did those things that supported me, even though maybe I did them for like 
24 hours or 48 hours and I wasn't seeing results, there is something comforting about knowing like, okay, I'm at least showing up. I'm showing up and doing my part. Pretty soon my brain is going to do its part too. And so I kept doing the thing, doing the routine, even without seeing the results, knowing, having faith that eventually I was going to pull out of that fog and feel better. And lo and behold, I have. How do I know this will happen? Because I've been through the fall freak out every freaking fall, right? In the spring, in the summer, there's always like a thing that I do. Um, and I've been through it and I know that it's going to last about a week and I'm going to pull out of it and we're going to move on with our life, right? All that being said, why is it that I feel so much differently today than I did six days ago, five days ago, four days ago, up until I started feeling a lot better yesterday? Well, I can tell you why I feel better about my job. I've had the time to show up to my job and every time I'm in the little window, I have a salon that's literally got an ocean view and then I'm basically working in a fishbowl. So I'm in these like two little rooms, but people, it's in a mall and people walk by me all the time and wave at me. So uplifting to be in there. All my paintings are in there. It's really organized and pretty. There's no kids stealing my stuff. It's just a really nice place to be. And then women who have the money to spend on my services, which make them feel better and uplifted, come in and spend their money with me, which helps me and helps my family, right? And so actually having the time to be there, to book appointments, to do consultations, to talk how talk to somebody about how hair extensions could help them or whatever makes me feel like I am thriving at my job. But if I don't have the time to be there because I was so overbooked for four weeks straight, it's a problem, right? So I was actually there all week. I made great money. I did my work. I did like, I feel like hairdressing is one of my many gifts and I got to share that with people. I got to, you know, it feels so good to get a good chunk of money in my Venmo account and send it over to our bank accounts. And it makes my husband happy. It makes him more comfortable. And not to complain about it, but like a family of seven is an expensive thing, right? So we're always, we're very blessed. I mean, but we live in a very expensive area. And so we're always kind of like trying to make that dollar or trying to stretch that dollar or whatever. So it felt good to go in and get to work. So to actually have the time to do it. As far as like last week, I felt like, oh, these kids, they're not flourishing. It's not going to be okay. Lincoln was nervous to go to school. Well, of course she's nervous. She's a first grader. You know, that's okay. So getting some perspective on that, like there are these things going on with the children. Everyone has that. And that's okay. They're going to be okay. You know, it's very hard to watch your children learn difficult lessons that you probably saw coming. Like, you know, there's friendship struggles or there's health struggles or there's mental health struggles but I was the same and I turned out okay. But it's just, I think it's hard on parents' hearts to watch what their kids are going through and to keep that faith. And so the flip side from last week to this week was that yesterday my my first baby girl Scarlett turned 18 and we threw her a little family party and we were all singing and laughing and kind of joking around. We had a really nice dinner. I made her a little custom cake that she wanted and she had a friend over and then tonight she's going out with her friends but I'm just watching her and I'm like she is thriving and they are thriving and they have each other and it's a beautiful family it's a different family it's not 
like as traditional as some of my friends have with like two kids and you know, the, the, everybody can, we can afford to get everyone a car. That's not how our family is. Like our kids have have to share a car. That's okay. Our kids have to share bedrooms. Our kids have to share clothes. Like we stretch everything, right? But that's okay. That's our family. And they're growing up with a really strong and loving family. And so being able to kind of switch that, like I can look at it like, oh, they're not flourishing because whatever last week, or I can look at it like, we're badass. We're a really good family and we love these kiddos and that's the bottom line. I always say that I'm not a very competitive person. Um, I guess because I always deemed competitiveness to have to do with like sports or athleticism and I never was involved with any of that. And still like when I go to the gym, like I'm like not worried who's lifting, you know, like I work out with a team of women and I'm not like, Oh, I have to be the heaviest lifter. It's just, I'm just not built like that at all. And I think that there's another kind of competition that you can do when you are comparing your life, um, with other people's. And sometimes I can get caught up in that where I'm like, Oh, well, you know, their kids are going off to college or, you know, their, their house is being renovated or whatever the thing is. And it's hard to compare because no, there is no other family like us. We're not apples to apples. And so it doesn't make sense and it doesn't serve me or my family to get into that space. And so catching myself, it's no different than catching myself looking at a, a picture and criticizing, you know, the size of my thighs or something. I have to stop myself when that happens. It does happen. I'd be lying to say it doesn't happen. But I have to stop myself and say, I can think that way if I want. But do I really want to think that way? I, you know, do I want to think, oh, look at the dimples on my thighs or how thick my thighs look in that picture? Or do I want to say, I'm going to think a new thought. Look at how my baby is sitting on me and hugging me and kissing my neck in that picture. Um, I posted it actually on Instagram. It's a picture of me sitting, um, on the ground on a blanket and Lincoln sitting on top of me and my legs are crossed and my legs look big and my legs are big and strong, but do I want to sit around and like focus on that? Or do I want to sit around and look at like how the sun is gleaming in my daughter's bright blueberry eyes and she's laughing and it's a beautiful picture. So I have the choice to look at it one way or the other. And I have to ask myself and be honest, like, are you looking at this family or this job or this home or this marriage with this sort of blanket of negativity and looking for the things that are wrong? Or do you want to look at the things that are right and work on the things that need to be worked on, but look for the things that are right. Look for the joy. And I feel like that's how things have changed from, you know, maybe six days ago is that I'm able to see much more of the joy and that's who I want to be. I want to lead this family with joy, with gratitude for all that we have and not really sitting around and being stuck on the things that we don't have or that we can't afford or that we aren't because that's okay. We can't be everything. Um, and I think that, I don't know. I think that that's a really, really big deal is getting to a place where you are grateful for what you have been given and for what you have cultivated and being proud of what you have. Um, 
Of course, we can always reach for more. Of course, there's always goals and aspirations and we want to be reaching for the sky, of course. But at the same time, when you get to a place where that reaching for the sky turns into this running on a hamster wheel and it's throwing you into an anxious place where you don't even want to get out of bed and go take care of your family or your kids, that's when it goes wrong, I feel like. So I'm going to listen to this back. I hope some of this makes sense. To me, it made sense that um, I really was struggling with anxiety a week ago and now I'm feeling much better Um, And I'm so happy that I didn't spin out and say a bunch of crap. That's the worst. When you say a bunch of stuff and you have to apologize and take it all back. Um, I dealt with it with exercise, journaling, podcasting. You guys have heard all about it, but my kids didn't necessarily have to hear their mom be batshit crazy. So thank you for that. I hope that this is a great Monday for you. Um, I hope that this is a wonderful week for you. I'm definitely setting, setting the attention, intention for myself that it's a easygoing, laid back, fairly well organized, fun week where I'm looking for the gratitude in my life and seeing the little teeny daisies that are, that are growing in the grass when my six-year-old goes out to play soccer. And I hope, I hope, 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 and wish, wish, wish that for you as well. Have a great day.